The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. to get to work. The car keys, as usual, seem to have mysteriously disappeared. No, they're right here. You put them on top of the refrigerator when you came home last night. Oh, did <laughs> I? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing you saw me. That's one place we'd never think to look. Now, don't forget we have an appointment at noon with that child psychologist. Oh, yeah. Golly, I wonder if we're not being a little hasty. Hasty? Well, I mean, the baby isn't even here yet. How do we know Betsy's going to be jealous after she actually sees it? I mean... Maybe she'd just be crazy about having a baby brother or sister. Now, from all indications, dear, that's the last thing she wants. And I think maybe we got too upset about it last night. I think the fact that Betsy ripped the head off her baby doll and then hid it indicates more jealousy than is normal. Well, I, I don't like do. taking my child to a child psychologist. I, I, I don't know. I just don't like the idea. He's a doctor, dear. Besides that, he's Ann Lundell's brother. It'll be like talking to a friend. And instead of getting so-called friendly advice, we'll be getting some accurate information on what to do. Besides, we aren't taking Betsy. We're only going to talk to him ourselves. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. But it makes you sort of feel like a failure as a parent. Well, I don't think we should look at it that way, dear. Well, it seems to me it's getting more and more complicated to bring up children. It should be very simple. I'm darn sure my parents didn't have all these worries and problems. There were three of us, and they fed and clothed and educated us, and we all grew up, and here we are. I certainly don't think there's anything psychologically wrong with me. Well, you think there is? No, 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 no. You just looked at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking of something else, dear. Yeah. I read the other day a quotation from some famous man about how difficult it was getting to raise children, teach them to be happy human beings because of the dreadful state of the world and all that. Yeah, well, there, you see. Yes, I mean... but it was Plato or Socrates who said it nearly 2,000 years ago. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, well, it doesn't make me feel so bad now. Okay, what, what, what time's the appointment? 12.30, dear, and don't be yeah. late because he's sort of squeezing us in. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> you know, I'd like to come across an old-fashioned doctor who just leans back and says, All right, now, tell me all about your troubles. Take your time. There's no rush. 12.30, dear, and please don't be late. <laughs> If you want to know more than merely what's going on in the world, if you want, in addition, the perspective of a brilliant world traveler whose entire life has been one fascinating travelogue, listen to Lowell Thomas. Each weekday evening, CBS Radio presents the man who has seen all, whose lively imagination and experience make him one of the world's natural raconteurs. For hard news or delightful human interest sidelights, join Lowell Thomas. You can't beat him. Enjoy the worldly wisdom of the man who climbed to the rooftop of the world to meet the boy god of Tibet in person. Get the slant of the man who went back of the beyond to Australia's never-never land. Follow the colorful views of a man who is as much at home on camelback as in a taxi. Monday through Friday on most of these stations, hear Lowell Thomas reporting the news. Those same evenings and Sunday too, catch up with the nation's business news with Walter Cronkite. Brief hard-hitting facts of business life, checked and rechecked for their accuracy and importance are yours from Walter Cronkite with today's business news. Come in, come in. 
Sorry to keep you waiting. Oh, that's all right, Dr. Saunders. Yes, yes, of course. How do you do? How do you do? Sit down, won't you? It was very nice of you to see us today. I know you're a busy man. Not at all. Any friend of my sister's that I can help? And well, actually, Anne rather insisted we call you. Well, I, frankly, Doctor, didn't think it was especially necessary. I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what seems to be the problem? Well, we have a little girl, Betsy. She's almost seven. And as you can see, we're expecting another. And the little girl has shown signs of jealousy. That's right. But that's perfectly natural. Yeah, now you see, honey, it's exactly what I said, doctor. Well. <laughs> jealousy is one of the facts of life, and no matter how unpleasant it is, it can't be completely eliminated in any kind of family life. However, there are things you can do about it. Tell me, what exactly has your daughter's attitude been about the new baby? Has she said uh, anything? Well, yes, she's upset because we're not taking a vacation this year. A trip. All her friends seem to be taking a trip of some kind, even if they're not long trips, you know. But of course we can't. Yeah, we're building so, a new house on top of everything else. When I got down some boxes full of her baby clothes a few weeks ago, she seemed quite concerned that I was using some of those things for the baby. Quite natural, well, quite natural. And her baby, be baby bed, which we loaned to somebody, and we had the worst time getting it back. It was in perfect condition, and you should see it, really. On, to on top of that, the person we loaned it to, Dear. in turn, loaned it to somebody else, which I thought was a lot of nerve. And I told her so, too. Dear, I, really I mean, the doctor isn't interested in oh, all that. Just, well, you know. <laughs> Anyhow, it, it was Betsy's bed when she was a baby. So, Well, she seems concerned that the new baby is going to have it. Now, I don't know. I've done my best to have a long talks with her, you know, about what fun it'll be to have a baby around the house. I, I've read a dozen books on the subject and tried to apply all the things they said, but Betsy still seems <laughs> Well, to... have you tried just a little good, old-fashioned common sense? Well, maybe I'm not even sure what is common sense anymore. Yeah, well, I told her she was worrying too much about it, Dr. Saunders. Well, a child's jealousy is nothing to be dismissed lightly. Oh, well, no, no, I, I didn't mean that I was dismissing it lightly. No, indeed, no. And actually, Betsy did something which... I discovered last night, which really got me upset. And ah, I feel there. that... You got upset. It's entirely possible that you have been conveying your anxiety to the child instead of accepting this whole situation for what it is, the normal state of raising a family. Well... Her attitude may change completely after she sees the baby. There, you see, that, that's just what I said, Doctor. <laughs> well, this change may depend a great deal upon you as the father. Upon me? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Well, little things. When you come home at night, don't immediately ask, well, how's the baby? Instead, you ask, how is... is uh, 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 Betsy, Betsy. How is Betsy? You play some game with her. Read her a book. Talk to her. Later on, when Betsy is busy doing something else, you can wander in and take a look at the baby. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, of course, other people are going to come to see the baby and perhaps bring presents. It uh, might be a good idea to have some little gifts for Betsy wrapped up and put away so that when the baby is given a present, she gets one too. Yes, yes, that is it. Yeah, the main yeah. idea overall is to make sure Betsy knows you still love her and that she's just as important as ever. Now, I'm going to give you a copy of a lecture I gave recently on this very subject, which may be of considerable help. Oh, thank you. And above Dad. all, stop worrying about it. <laughs> well, it's reassuring to hear you talk like that. Well, of course, if you want, I'm driving out to my sister's tonight. I believe you live near there. I could stop and talk to Betsy if it would make you feel better. Well, oh, I no, don't I, believe I, so. I don't no. think that's necessary. Thanks, yeah. anyway. I feel better just having talked to you. Yes, yes. Well, come on, dear. Thanks very much, Dr. Saunders. Not at all. <laughs> just give Betsy plenty of love and stop worrying. She sounds like a completely normal child. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, thank you. Goodbye. I guess I had been rather emotional about it, but last night when I found her baby doll and realized she'd ripped the head off it, I was a little upset, you know. She... Uh, what? She did what? 
Well, yeah, she, 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 she uh, apparently uh, ripped the head off her baby doll. Ripped the head off of a baby doll? Yeah, why? Do you think that indicates anything? I, I mean, I'll cancel my afternoon appointments and drive out to your house with you at once. Betsy? Betsy? Come here, dear. She'll, she'll be right here. Dr. Saunders, she's been down at the neighbor's. I always leave her with the Kendalls, and Mrs. Kendall leaves hers with me when she has to go out, so it <laughs> makes quite a nice arrangement. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, Won't you sit down, Dr. Kendall? <laughs> Saunders, dear, Dr. Saunders. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you just said Kendall. I'm sorry, a little upset, I guess, Mr. Saunders. Uh, Dr. Kendall. Uh, yes, 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 it's understandable, quite understandable. Yes, I mean, you sounded so alarming on, on, on the way, I mean, driving out here. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to alarm you. But ripping the head off a doll, very interesting. It's a very interesting case. Look, Betsy is a perfectly normal child. I don't like her being referred to as an interesting case. Oh, no, darling, don't get excited. Well, it's... Hi. Oh, hello, darling. How are you? Fine. Hi, Daddy. Hi. What are you doing home in the afternoon? Uh, oh, oh I just thought I'd come home early uh -huh. and mow the lawn. Oh, this is Dr. Saunders, dear. How do you do, Betsy? Hello. Somebody sick? No, no, he, he's, he's Mrs. Lundell's brother. Well, what have you been doing, Betsy? Having fun? Oh, yes. We've been jumping rope. Daddy, I jumped a hundred times without stopping. You oh, did? Oh, That's hundred, wonderful. Hundred Watch times. me. I'm a little rabbit. I can hubby hop. I can do a hundred times and without a stop. One, two, three, four, five, six. Darling, do not stop, stop. <laughs> Mommy doesn't want you to jump rope in the house, darling. Uh, <laughs> I'm all worn out anyhow. Can I have a cookie? Yes, sure, dear. Thank you, Mommy. Only one cookie now, dear, please. Very interesting. She's a little rabbit. Well, the children all say that. It's only a jumping rope song. Certainly doesn't mean she thinks she's a rabbit. Oh, no, no, for Pete's sake, dear. The doctor didn't mean that Betsy thought she was a rabbit. <laughs> Did you? No, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Mommy, can I go back and play now? Oh, uh, just a uh, moment, Betsy. I thought maybe you could help me out. I've got a niece just about your age, and I wondered if you'd give me some suggestions as to what I could give her for a birthday present. How about a doll? Oh, uh, a doll. Yes, perhaps. Or a book? Oh, goodness, I wouldn't know what book to select. I've got lots of them up in my room. Want me to show them to you? Yes, would you? Thank you, Betsy. Uh, would you excuse us? Oh, yes, certainly. Yes, yes, of course. Well, this is very nice of you, Betsy. I thought perhaps you might have some ideas. You know, I'm getting a little annoyed. I think he's making much too much of this whole thing. Look, you're the one who wanted to see a child psychologist, well, frankly, if you ask me. What in Sam Hill does he know about children anyhow? Well, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bachelor, you said. I, I know, I know. Love the way these people who don't have any kids write books about how to bring them up and... Give lectures yeah, I and... Know. Oh, dear. I wonder what he's trying to find out from Betsy. Yeah, probably how much I make, so he'll know how much to charge us. Mm. <laughs> well, she'll tell him. Oh, sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now let's not worry about Betsy. She'll be all right, dear. She'll I'm be sure. all right. Sure. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Just what can that Dr. Saunders be talking about, for heaven's sake? She's been in there talking to her for the last half hour. I don't know about the joy of having a baby brother-sister, I suppose. That yeah. was the point to all this, dear. Oh, excuse me, but may I have a very large needle and some thread? What, Doctor? Needle and thread. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, here's needle my sewing basket, Doctor. Oh. Here you are. Uh, thank you. Needle and thread? 
For Pete's sakes, what's he doing? Operating on her? Oh, don't be silly. He's a psychologist, not a surgeon. Well, I don't care. I'm going in there. This whole thing is perfectly silly. Oh, dear, I... I uh, may I ask... Oh, uh, well, come in, come in. Oh, well. We were hoping to get the patients sewed together here before you found out. Weren't we, nurse? <laughs> yes. Now, if you'll just hold the patient's head, nurse, while I get it sewed back onto her neck. That's it. That's right. This poor, decapitated baby doll had a most unfortunate accident. Her head was pulled right off by a dog named Brownie. Uh, oh, for heaven's sake, you mean the dog did the it? The dog? Oh, Mommy, he didn't mean to. We both had hold of the doll, and he pulled, and I pulled, and the head just came off. Oh, well, for goodness sakes, darling, why did you hide the doll? Why didn't you tell me? I didn't want you to spank Brownie. He didn't mean to, Mommy. Oh, well, my gosh, you mean... You mean after all this, it was the dog who did it? <laughs> yes. And we'll have the patient as good as new. Scissors, please, nurse. Thank you. <laughs> oh, for, well, for goodness sake. Well, as I told you, really? <laughs> holding a family together doesn't always take psychology. Sometimes just a little... Needle and thread. <laughs> Holiday coming with all kinds of outdoor eating and fun. Now, whatever your plans for the long weekend, you'll need triple waxed cut right, the wax paper that keeps all picnic foods fresh longer. Penny for penny, the big 125-foot roll gives you almost four times more than the expensive wraps and gives you a full 25 feet more than most other wax papers. It's being featured in food stores now. So when shopping, be sure to look for the Cut Right display and pick up a roll of Cut Right. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and House Jameson and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.